An inmate at the Virginia Department of Corrections, Red Onion State Prison. To accept this call, press zero. This is Randall Vaughn, and I'm currently serving 1,214 years for capital murder in Red Onion Prison in the state of Virginia in the USA. This is my podcast, Red Onion Randy. I hope you enjoy listening to me today. Uh, someone sent me an email, but due to the sensitive nature of the email, I'm not going to mention names, um, though I will mention that this person is from Texas, uh, and that will be the end of that. Um, the question was that this person has a loved one who was a juvenile and constantly in and out of trouble. And currently they're 21 years old and they're in lockup, um, which I'm assuming just simply means they're they're back in jail. And she wanted to know what what advice would I give to help juveniles, to help people in that situation, you know, how to reach them. Because let's face it, it's very, very difficult to reach a teenager because most teenagers, well, hell, they know everything already. At least that's the way I was. I mean, you couldn't tell me nothing back in the day. So the first thing is you have to let them know that they're loved. You have to let them know that you see them, that you recognize them and that you respect them. Because to teenagers, those are some of the most important things in the world. You gotta remember, when you're dealing with a teenager, they're just out of childhood. They're just now learning how to be an adult and they have to be able to make mistakes. And that's the thing, you have to give your teenagers some freedom. However, that freedom has to come at a cost. Meaning, if the teenager wants that freedom, they have to earn it. You can't just simply hand it to them on a silver platter. Because there's a saying here in the U.S., especially here in prison, if you give someone an inch, they'll take a mile. And teenagers don't make the best decision-making. I mean, they don't have the best decision-making. You know, so they don't make the best choices. We've all been there. Every single adult has been a teenager and every single adult looks back on their teenage years and wishes to God that they could go back and change a few things here or there regardless of what it is you know whether it's getting in trouble or whether it's dating the wrong person or whether it's simply not going to that party or maybe not drinking so much or not partying so much or paying better attention in school I mean I know I pretty much wish for all those things sometimes so you have to you have to treat a teenager you know like half adult half child like sort of so in, in some ways you can't treat them as a teenager you have to treat them as a grown adult or you have to treat them like an actual little a little kid so for me I, I go back to where one of the early early episodes where I talked about juvenile and juvenile prison being the worst thing ever what I'm about to say it applies to juvenile prison and it applies to simply raising teenagers on the street at home, you know, in the free world. The best thing you can ever do for a teenager is to instill discipline in them. Now, there's many numerous ways that you can do that, but you have to give them something. You have to give them structure. People like a routine. 
people like structure. You know, you have a few people who will who will sit there and say that they don't, you know, that they, they embrace the chaos theory and all that foolishness. First of all, they're lying through their damn teeth. Because even in chaos, there's structure. You can't escape that. Prison is one of the most chaotic places on this earth. But yet, there's structure in here all throughout. You know, And that's what you have to give this person. You have to find a way to instill discipline in them. And it can't just be some random program. You know, you can't just make up something off the top of your head. What you have to do is sit down and think about this person that you're dealing with. What are their likes? What are their dislikes? And you have to find out who they are because every single individual, every single person, especially children, they learn different from other people. You can't just grab some one-fit-all program and expect a child or a teenager or even an adult for that matter to learn from it. Though an adult will have a little bit easier time with learning from it simply because they're an adult. They have some life experience. They have some wisdom to lean on. So you, you sit down and you think about this person. All right, what do I know about this person? And make a list. And it's not like a pro-con list. It's just simply, how does this person learn? Do they operate or do they learn better upon, you know, a reward-based system or a punishment-based system? And, you know, not all punishments are created equal because some kids, when you spank them, like, they'll learn from that. Like, they'll really learn from that. My dad beat the ever-loving hell out of me when I got punished, and I didn't learn from it because I don't like being challenged. And that's something I'm realizing more and more and more as I, I get older. You know, as I, you know, I do more self-reflection. Like, I really don't like to be challenged. So when my dad would beat me, I would simply look at him, pull my pants up, and say, man, fuck you. That ain't do nothing to me, and I'll walk off. So you have to actually spend time thinking about this loved one or this teenager or this child. It really helps to get them when they're young because when they're young, they're self-reliant upon their parents. You know, so you want to really try to teach them at that age before they become teenagers because when it becomes a teenager, it becomes way, way more difficult. And when they become a young adult, like you said in your email, this guy is now 21 years old. It's incredibly difficult to reach this person. So what you have to do is simply say, look, I am no longer going to financially support you. I'm no longer going to bail you out of trouble. If you get in trouble, you're going to have to wear that. You're going to have to get yourself out of that. I will be here. I will talk to you. I will spiritually support you. I will emotionally support you, but I will not financially support you. You have so many guys in here. For example, there's this there's this dude in here named True. This guy owes me a chocolate protein shake, and he owes me three stamps. And I have given this guy months to pay me back. I've been patient. Normally, back in the day, I would have already left that dude laying in his own blood. But he's a young dude. He's in his early 20s. And, like, he's just just so freaking young. Like, it's just incredible. And I can order the holiday package, and they just put them up on the, uh, the posters up on the wall. 
So this dude comes to me like, yo, man, can I order some of your holiday package if you ain't going to order all of it? And, like, my first thought is to whoop this dude's ass because he wants me to let him order off of my holiday package, and he ain't even paid me back what he owes me. So you have guys like that. But I'm being patient with him. I'm doing my best to work with him. I'm doing my best to reach him because I don't want him to spend the rest of his life in here. So I'm actually going to come up with a program to try to help him. You know, and I had actually, I had recently just got another brand new Bible. And he'd come to me after I'd already given Jess my other Bible that I saved up for years and years for. I finally get me another one, and he comes like, man, dude, I really want a Bible, man. Can you help me? Yeah, man, here. I, I, I just got this, man. It's brand new, so take care of it and make sure that you actually read it. So I'm going to actually try to instill some discipline in him. I'm going to come up with a workout program for him. I'm going to come. And that's one thing. Like, look, I highly recommend that you go to dragondoor.com and order Convict Conditioning 1 and Convict Conditioning 2. When you learn how to discipline your body, when you learn how to work out daily and exercise daily, that discipline will move over into your mental life, your emotional life, your, your making choices life. Like, it's helping, me in, it's helping me in the other areas of my life. You know, yeah, I still make mistakes. I still screw up. I almost got to fighting the other day over some stupid stuff. And I'm not talking about the idiot true. I'm talking about somebody else who got drunk and wanted to run his mouth to me. You know, but I'll talk about that in another episode. But I still make mistakes, and he's going to make mistakes. So you have to be there for him. You have to let him know when he does screw up, when he does make a mistake. Hey, look, I'm here for you. I love you. I'm going to be here for you. I'm never going to leave you. Let them know that because that right there will help. It really does help because especially when you're in prison, you know, when you're in jail, when you lose that freedom, when you lose a lot of the stuff that you take for granted on the street, when you have to, you know, you're forced to eat on somebody else's schedule. You're forced to come out that cell on somebody else's schedule. You're forced to take that shower on somebody else's schedule. You know, when you're around a bunch of idiots, you know, when you're a bunch of people that you can't stand, that you don't like, that you can't trust. When you when you walk around in constant fear of what something may happen to you or what you may do to someone else, having that support system, it means the world. And we think about it in prison a lot. We think about our loved ones. We think about our friends. We think about the things on the street that we took for granted a lot. So talk to them. Remind them about stories of their childhood when y'all had, you know, when y'all had really, really good times, when there was nothing but love between y'all, and there wasn't this tension, there wasn't this kind of animosity, there wasn't this disappointment and this hurt and this pain between y'all. Talk about the good times. Remind them of those good times because when you remind them, when they get off the phone with you or they get finished reading your email or your letter that you sent them, or they, they leave the visit, visiting room where you just, you know, had a wonderful visit together talking about all of these good things, they'll go back and they'll talk about them to the guys they hang out with in the park. They'll think about them when they're in that cell, especially at night when you can't sleep. You think about those things, and it gives you a craving. It gives you a desire to go back to those times. 
me personally, I would love to go back to my childhood. Even though I know I'm going back to get my ass beat, so be it. I would take those I would take those ass whoopings and ten times more than what my daddy gave me. Just to go back and relive my life over again knowing what I know now. Just because I know I would have a much better life. So, and in the way you can kind of do that by telling this guy of the stories when y'all, you know, when he was a kid and, you know, y'all was together and like, just do all those things. Buy them books, like self-help books, but don't just go buying any old self-help books. I would highly recommend the Enneagram program. Um, I would highly recommend the Hustle 2.0 program. You know, I would recommend those two programs over any other program because those are the only two that I'm aware of that actually works. Now, the thing about the Enneagram program is that it teaches you your personality. It gives you insight into who you are as a human being. And you actually have to sit down and think about who you are as a person. And when you think about who you are as a person, it gives you knowledge of self. And that is the number one problem in prison and with prisoners and people who break the law and do stupid stuff over and over and over again. They don't truly know who they are. They don't have knowledge of self. That's why they're always out chasing this and chasing that and trying to sleep with everybody they can sleep with and trying to drink as much as they can drink, trying to get as high as they can get high. Like, because they don't know who they are. They don't have nothing. They don't have a foundation. You have to build a foundation in these people's lives. If you can build that foundation, if you can instill some discipline in them, if you can give them a program like Convict Conditioning by Paul Wade, this dude knows his stuff. This dude has a gift from God when it comes to transforming a person's body. But this is the thing. When you transform your body, you cannot help but to transform your mind. And when you transform your mind, you transform your spirit. The human being is three parts. You have your flesh. You have your physical body that houses your soul. Your soul is nothing more than your brain. Your soul is not immortal. Your soul is nothing more than your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your experiences. You have one minute remaining. Your spirit is what's immortal. That's what powers your intellect. So when you change, when you transform your body, when you change one part of your life, you actually wind up changing all three parts because it works together in synchronicity. So instill that discipline in him. Spend that money. Buy him them books. And the other good thing about it is by the time he masters that, he will have self-discipline. He will have self-control. He will learn how to think. And if he has to stay in there for a long period of time, he'll be able to handle himself, and you will not have to be concerned about his safety or welfare. But that's my opinion. Instill that discipline and let him know that no matter what, he's loved. And if you have to, cut him off financially because that will make a big impact in his life. Because if you're supporting him financially, he's going to keep doing the same dumb things over and over again because he's know you're always going to be there to bail his ass out. But this has been Renner and Randy. I hope you enjoyed listening to me today. For those of you who listen to me on Apple Podcasts, I'd appreciate it if you would view me and rate me, preferably five stars. God take whatever you get. Don't forget to check out my website. I'm also on Twitter now, at Red Onion Randy. Take care. Stay safe. Thank you for using GTL.